Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for joining in today on the Digital Marketing Podcast and video where we talk about digital marketing strategies to help grow your business. Super pumped and excited today to have uh, joining me on the podcast video, Megan Glasgow from Hoy Stark Hagen Architects based in Tallahassee, Florida. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thanks for joining us. So, um, you know, it's interesting how you and I connected. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot on the show about LinkedIn. Uh, the organic uh, traffic there has really got some traction. I know I reached out to you because I like to connect with marketing people from all over different industries. I'm fascinated with the nuances of what happens in your industry and you know, I, I think for our guests, you know, today's topic is digital marketing challenges for the architectural industry in 2019 and 2020. And before the show, I, I asked you, what are some of the challenges? And I think one of the things that you started with was it's really frowned upon in your industry to place advertising. And um, I think that's really interesting. But you guys are kind of breaking the mold with what you guys are doing in social. So Tell us a little bit about how you got started in the digital space, what the progression was. Sure. So I joined Hoyster Kagan Architects uh, five years ago in 2014. And when I was interviewed, they said, what do you know about us? And I said, not much. Uh, you don't have a website. You don't have social media. It was hard to know just based off of my own research what they were about. Um, so when I came on board as their uh, marketing coordinator and business developer, the first thing we did, which they were already doing in the background, um, was get their website online. And from there, we included a Facebook account, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, a house account. If it's available online and it's applicable to us, uh, we have it. That's great. That's great to hear you say that. Um so, you know, I think one of the things that businesses really struggle with is, okay, if what, what kind of content am I going to put out, um, you know, where, you know, the, the trends tell you that you either need to be educational or entertaining when it comes to content to help uh, engage your audience or sort of drive brand awareness in a you know, authentic uh, and unique way. And you were sharing with me um, kind of a, a really neat way that, that you guys have approached that. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing on Instagram right now. Yeah, well, everyone in this firm, um, it's important that they know our story. So when they're out in the community, when they're um, on their own social media account, they're able to kind of represent us and, and that we trust them that they can do that well. Uh, for us, it was kind of just understanding the people that I work with every day, knowing their strengths, their hobbies, uh, their passions. Architects really love Legos. Um, and during a Christmas gift swap, someone got uh, what's called the Lego Architecture Studio Box, which is hundreds of pieces of just plain white Legos. Uh, one of the coworkers built something, and I said, that can go on Instagram. <laughs> so we caught it. We started the... <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, as a marketing uh, person, it's, I always look for that angle. 
Um, so we started a campaign called Make It Monday, and every week we show something. It can be as big or as small, as simple or as complex as one of the employees wants to make it. Um, and it's something that we also, you know, we tag Lego in, we, we make our hashtags for it, of course, um, just so it's trending, and then um, have, you know, all of our followers the uh, consistent weekly update of, of that campaign. That's fantastic. And you said that you actually were contacted by Lego at one point. You've been doing this for a couple of years now, right? Yeah, we've been doing it for two years this month. Uh, we started uh, two conventions ago, is how I remember. And um, with that kind of, I think, consistency, people in our community, when they hear about us, they're like, oh, yeah, you're the Lego architect. And Lego themselves came out to us and um, contacted us and said, we love this specific design. Um, we want to feature it on our own Instagram. Uh, so that was really cool just to kind of be recognized in the Lego community, um, <laughs> which is very uh, <laughs> complicated and full of people. I, I did not even realize how, how big that was until we kind of delved into it. Yeah, no, definitely. There's, uh, you know, in any sort of uh, niche area, you have this sort of subculture um, you know, that you find. And I could only imagine uh, in the Lego world that, that the subculture uh, is, is, is quite strong, especially with a toy and a brand, uh, you know, of that nature. And that is so cool. I could, I could definitely see you guys, you know, elevating that and, and really, I mean, I could see a whole video series about, you know, talking about how, how you, thought strategically and, you know, using, you know, these sort of faux architectural terms, if you will, make it like totally make fun of all of the things in the architecture world that, you know, are, that should be made fun of, <laughs> you know, um, I could totally see you guys doing that on a, on a YouTube show. And, and I bet you guys would be a huge hit. Yeah, it's, that's definitely something I need to consider. Um, one of the big projects that we're doing right now, um, one of our real projects um, is renovating and um, doing the Capitol grounds at the Tallahassee Capitol. Um, so what our architects have done is built a two-scale model in Legos of nice. uh, original Capitol and the new Capitol. And we're currently building the plaza that will, uh, what we will be doing also in real life. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a way to kind of just... Um, you know, merge the two together and kind of always have that connection of building with real brick and mortar and also with something that we love and that's just fun and engaging for everyone. Uh, you know, we have kids who come through our office and they see this big building that they can recognize in their own hometown. Um, and it's, it's accessible. It's something that they think they can do too. Uh, we keep Legos in our front lobby so people can come and create uh, as much as we do. That's fantastic. You know, um, the other thing that may, it makes me think of, and again, you mentioned this before we got on the show, is is that what this this type of content and, and a presence on social in an industry that sort of looks down upon, you know, uh, you know, I mean, think about it. If 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 you were to say to someone in your industry twenty years ago, hey guys, twenty years from now, we're going to create and produce content that's going to then be published. For anyone to see, they would have said, oh, you're advertising. Um, and so, I mean, again, 
uh, just a huge kudos to you guys for going against the grain, smashing the status quo, uh, and getting out there, doing it in a creative way. But I can't help but to think that not only is it bringing around brand awareness uh, for your company to show, you know, a funny side of a very serious industry, but also it, it must play a role in recruiting. Tell me about how you think um, architectural firms and the industry, how they might benefit from or think about social and digital when it comes to building a team for 2020 in the future. You're right. I think uh, 20 years ago, architects would have just uh, scoffed at the idea of doing something as engaging as we do. Uh, this is a relationship type of industry, um, and it still is, certainly. Uh, it's just we are now being forced to have those relationships online in addition to our day-to-day -day relationships with people in the community. Um, and, you know, a Facebook post is going to get likes and people might recognize us, you know, in the long run. Um, but is it going to have someone call us up and say, I want you to build our next $2 million house? Um, I don't bet on that. I would love that. If you want a $2 million house built, please call me. Um, <laughs> however, until then, we have to know that more than just potential clients are looking at our website, at our social media accounts. Uh, there are people who are looking to move to Tallahassee, looking to move firms. Um, we like to pride ourselves in that we are a different type of firm, a different type of firm culture. And so in order to do that, we like to show that um, in our social media. We like to spotlight our coworkers, our employees. We also like to show the things that we do together, whether it's a 29-mile bike ride or going to a convention together. Just to kind of show the fun side of us. Um, we, I, I turned the music off today for this podcast, but we blare music all day, every day. Um, so you, I, we kind of want to make sure that it's something that they think that they would fit here and that they'd want to be here. So mm. we consider our social media presence as a way for potential employees to kind of get a feel for us before they even, you know, call us up. That's fantastic. What, what, uh, do you guys have Pandora? What kind of music you guys listen to? We listen to almost everything. Um, I am the resident DJ for, for the most part. <laughs> uh, what the mood is for the day. Uh, we listen to uh, what I call dad rock, which is a lot of Bruce Springsteen, Pink Floyd, uh, Rolling Stones. Nice. We also have um, our Motown days. Uh, today's Friday, so we listen to a lot of a mix of all happy. Yeah, exactly. That kind of music. <laughs> nice, nice. Love it. So love it. And when someone new comes in, I always say, you know, what kind of music do you listen to? Because we want to throw in things that they also would enjoy listening to. We don't <laughs> want anyone to have to wear headphones all day because they can't stand what's. Wow. Wow. I, I love that. You know, and I think um, so. You guys have already broken the mold. You're you're out there and, and you're, you know, just blazing new trails, frontiers in the digital space. Um, I, I think another challenging area, and, it, and it's not regulated to just architecture, uh, architectural firms. I mean, we see this in, you know, large, uh, you know, oil and gas industries. 
we see it in large tech industries, we see it in healthcare industries, is how do you handle personal branding within a corporate culture? Um, because as, as we've you know, kind of talked about, we've got this group of millennials who are you know, kind of coming up in corporate America who are going to take um, you know, decision-making and, and management leadership type roles um, I know you mentioned to me uh, in, in one thing that you guys are doing blogs, but tell me about uh, some of the other things where you've mentioned, you know, people being featured in other publications uh, and how that's part of sort of your, your culture. Sure. Um, so, yes, we do. We have hired millennials and, and they, they work within us. Um, and I think this generation, um, they are doing their own personal brand within their own lives. Um, they're using Instagram and Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and all of those ways to kind of show the way they view the world. Um, so when they come into the office, I don't think they see it any differently. Uh, working with architects, they all have a very specific way that they like to design, and it's not necessarily all the same, even within our own firm. So I think it's important to be able to kind of spotlight um those differences and actually kind of cherish them and show, we like to say that we're a gumbo and every time someone new comes in, it kind of changes the recipe. <laughs> uh, so we do what's called design charrettes. Every December, we actually November, we uh, have everyone create their own version of our annual Christmas card. And as uh, the marketing person, I put every single one of those designs up online so everyone can kind of see just the different ways that we design, the way that we kind of approach things. Um, and I think for an employee basis, they get a sense of that their opinion matters, their designs matter, but we're still a team. They still kind of bring it back and um, every year, you know, someone different gets to be on the Christmas card um, and we vote on it. So it's, it's you know... But um, just kind of showcasing those differences and embracing them, I think, is really important. Um, but also still just really pushing that firm environment and culture. Um, that And um, one of our BIM managers, which is uh, he had a interview with one of our big software programs, and they put it on a blog. And so we shared that with everyone. You know, we wanted to support that employee and congratulate him. Um, so we like to celebrate those milestones, certainly, but also still kind of bring it back and, and keep it within the company. That it's, it's a celebration for us as well as a whole. That's very cool. You know, I think another thing that you guys are doing really well is, again, um, you talk quite a bit about the brand um, and, and how you're sort of a, a collective identity, uh, you know, Hoystar, Kagan. And I think that's really important because as we sort of transition and have already begun when it, when it comes to voice and, um, and, and voice activation in you know, different smart speakers and things like that that are at home, I feel like we're, we're going to be dealing with, right now, Google is the gatekeeper of information, right? So when I type in, you know, architectural firm Tallahassee, whoever's paying is going to have that top slot. And then there's the map section. And then there's SEO. I know you shared before that you guys were, were doing your own blogs and working on SEO, which is great. But I think we're going to have that same kind of experience in search where if 
I say, hey, Amazon, I'm not saying the other name because I've got one sitting next to me, so I don't want her to chime in and start trying to take over the podcast. So, (laughs) um, you know, uh, hey, Amazon, what is an architectural firm near me or something to that nature? And the big brands are going to do what's happening now already in search that Amazon is going to be the gatekeeper and they're going to sell that what the response is if I just sort of say that generic version, right? But if companies like yours who are paying attention and who are actively and aggressively posting on social and raising brand awareness, this conversation is what's going to happen. Hey, Amazon, what's the phone number to Hoy Stark Hagen Architecture? So I think that that is that is that's the piece that a lot of people don't understand. I'm so glad you joined the podcast. I do believe that podcast is the foundational um, sort of media for voice as we continue to move forward um, because it's very passive in that you know you can listen to it while you're working, you can listen to it while you're jogging, while you're mowing the grass you know, while you're just laying in bed, going to sleep. I mean, the applications, I think, are, are so phenomenal. And then, of course, if you're commuting, uh, it's hands-free, it's distractions-free, you're not having to watch it. So um, do you think this will be your uh, your first and last podcast? Are you are you guys looking to start a podcast in, in, in 2020? What, what are your goals, seriously, for 2020? So we do, uh, we have a lot of conversations about marketing within our company. It's important. It's, it's something that we're always trying to refine and also just kind of stay ahead. Um, because, you know, like I said, when we, when we started, we just kind of hit the ground running with our website, and our social media accounts, constantly tweaking, trying to figure out what we can do. Um, data is your friend. It is the backbone of what I do to kind of see where I'm going and where we can go. Um, I have not pushed podcasts on them yet, but personally, as someone in marketing, that is the future. Smart devices are the future. We have three Amazon uh, (laughs) pieces in our home, and they are used daily. Um, And so I think that's definitely uh, the way that it's going. Uh, We, uh, I wouldn't support first-generation users, um, but we definitely are kind of, you know, uh, keeping up with that kind of thing. And I think many other households are following Um, podcasts. I personally listen to a ton, um, way too many true crime podcasts. (laughs) I find some others. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's, and you know, the, Podcast users have tripled every year for the past three years. So you see that it's a market that's just continuously growing and gaining more followers. Um, So I think that is something that is definitely worth it. Um, I have uh, definitely looked into seeing uh, what kind of architecture firms already are on podcasts, and I follow a few already. Um, Nice. Because, you know, if you're going to start something like that, you also need to know what your competition is. Um, so in any kind of industry or company, if they're thinking about that, see what's already out there, see what you can do differently, um, to give a user a different experience. 
That's fantastic. Uh, Megan, I got to tell you, this has been a ton of fun talking with you and, and hearing about, uh, I, I love the fact that you guys are just like, you know, this, this beacon of like, we are out there and we are going against the status quo. I love that. I'm so glad you joined the show again for the listeners and watchers of the video podcast series. Uh, my name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Megan, thanks for joining the show. I hope you'll continue to tune in. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll talk soon.